Hey guys, this is T, and you listen to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with Gar and Josh. Enjoy the show, and remember, stonks do go up. <laughs> Hello everybody, it is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. It's already December, Josh, we are finally in the last month of 2020, what some have called the longest year in history. I'm not sure those people understand how time works, but it has been a while. Um, and since we're in the last month, I think that's something to be happy about. So Walters, let's go ahead and be happy on this first show of December. Welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with your lovely hostesses, Garlic Johnson. We're going to need to take a break here while I change my pants. And Josh Mitchell. Sitting here undefeated in everything I do, except fantasy football. No, I'm not allowed to handle grants. <laughs> not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Garlic and Josh Yay. Thank you, Walters. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined by your other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks, please. Hi, folks. Thank you, Josh. Hidden Oaks Overdose at gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, and anchor.fm slash hoodpod are all the main places you can interact with us, and we please ask you to do so. Um, we are still on our journey to 100 subs, though we have been at 28 out of 100 for a while, Josh. Our, do you think our YouTube link broke? Does people can't no, I subscribe just, anymore? I think we've uh, we've broke YouTube and surpassed the maximum number, and so they just put us at 28 again. Right, so we've gone all the way up past however many integers it can go through, and then we're back down. We've reset the scale, so to speak. Yeah, rumor has it if you've gone over 28, you're lying anyways. That's <laughs> That could be true. Or we've exhausted literally every single friend we have, and that's just the that's our reach, Josh. You and I can reach. And their parents we if can, we got to 28. <laughs> we could impact 28 people. Uh, but if you could be a friend and tell a friend, we would appreciate it because, um, you know, Josh and I don't put a lot of effort into it, but being out of uh, being to 100 subs of the, the custom URL will be helpful if the show is ever going to go anywhere but here, which it probably isn't. But... It'll make Josh and I feel warm and fuzzy on the inside at the very least. So be a friend, tell a friend, subscribe to our YouTube channel, pretty please. Uh, thank you, Levi Oki, for all the beautiful art. You can see him on Instagram, at Levi Oki Illustration. Segment start times are down in the description below per use. Josh, how we doing, pal? Solid. How are you, Gar? <laughs> I'm doing good, Josh. So the last couple of weeks, when I've asked you how you're doing, you I, I feel like the sad is setting in for you, the seasonal whatever, whatever. I forget what it is. Um, but do you feel like that's true? Is there's a lot going on at work? You seem to be distracted, maybe dejected a little bit. Let's have uh, a therapy you know, session on the pod right now. Reveal your deepest, darkest secrets for all the listeners. This is what should I Should see. I get up and go over to my couch? <laughs> you might as well. Uh. Can, you, can you bring the camera with you? No, no. I I guess I sit here all day staring at my screen for work and then yeah. I sit here all night and stare at my screen for this. And you know, it's it's rough, you know, when you work 47 hours a day in the 90 degree heat just cuz got to got to keep the temperature up in the house. It's it's brutal. I don't know. Landscapers think they got it tough mowing grass, shoveling snow and all that jazz, but I have to sit down in the heat 
in air conditioning all day. Some people don't realize that the sitting is actually the much harder job than breaking your back doing manual labor all day. They don't get it. And I somehow managed to break my back sitting. So, <laughs> uh, how often do you see the chiropractor? Chiropractor. Yeah, uh, once every couple of weeks. And since COVID has been around, didn't get to go this week just because potential exposures are there. And uh, and then I usually get a massage every month to help with some of that recovery. But uh, haven't done that in a year or so, or <laughs> nine months. Because of COVID, and I could feel it. So COVID Mr. is Krabs. COVID is personally responsible for your back disorder. Uncomfort. No, that's Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. All right, Josh, uh, we can get going here. But I see you left a little note underneath the chit chat. You wanna? Yeah, um, I'm not sure. When you saw my note, did you go back and see what I was referring to? No, I wanted I wanted to hear it here first. I didn't want to ruin the. Okay, well, in week five, you had made a note at the outro saying, if the Minnesota Vikings won three games in a row, we would have a clean show. I promise that? Sure did. Sounds like something I'd say. Have the Vikings won three in a row? Oh, yeah, they beat all three divisional opponents in a row, right? Yep. Gotcha. So, get that dump button ready. I haven't sworn. Uh, we've only been in here for like five minutes. I haven't sworn yet today, have I? I, I haven't been paying attention, but if uh, history is proven to be true, um, you've probably sworn 12 times. <sighs> that, that does seem like a pretty reasonable rate for me. But from he, for, all right, for the rest of the show, we didn't advertise it as our clean show special. Uh, but, you know, I just won't swear for the rest of the show. It's going to be hard. But as the week, this is much better doing it this week as the week leading into the playoffs is next week when I get all my playoff hopes crushed um so yeah this week is much Ooh, my battery my pc battery is running low I should probably plug that in eh but yeah i feel like i'll be doing a lot of swearing next week so if i'm gonna do a clean show this is probably my last opportunity to do so and i can't find yeah. why can't i find all right josh just look pretty for a second couldn't find the uh the input for my power cord that was scary okay let's move on here josh to the fan tasty zone um and i i said i feel like i read brian's emails a lot um so oh, i wanted yeah. you I wanted told me to do something i did ask if you could read it this week just so i feel like because we both really enjoy brian's work and his words and i didn't want to you know hog all of brian all the time yeah Ooh, that's his fave five um show recap 11 24 hello bearded ones hoping you and your listeners all had a great thanksgiving i hope josh doesn't proclaim that i should be fired this week as that seems to happen when he commands it although i don't think patricia was exactly holding the drumstick when he got fired he had probably yet not expelled it or not yet expelled it good call josh i need to commend caramel bear on last week's fave five list very creative, very well done, and I had to back up and listen again as the host of my own laughing made me miss some of the first time around. Can you please re-explain the Dynasty playoffs to me again? That was so informing. Another solid outing from the boys. Love the grum, Brian. You miss all the shots you don't take. Uh, well, Brian, notice how he didn't complain about the redraft playoff scenarios, the league he's in. He'll only complain about the league he's not in. So this guy wants content, just only content that relates to him. Sorry, Brian, we've got to cast a bigger net than that. Um, 
Another solid outing for the boys, though, Josh. Does that make you feel good? Does that cheer you up just a little bit? A little uh, positive affirmation from Brian? Yeah. Uh, I want to I highlight Levi in the chat. He said, uh, Josh looking closer and closer to how Forrest did when he ran across the United States every week. So, Josh, I don't know if you got them running shoes ready, and I don't know how much uh, how important your back is in running, but uh, you better get that thing in shape because you are – go ahead. I was just going to ask what's chasing me. I need to have some motivation. Uh, what's chasing you is the free agency of Aaron Rodgers. Or the future Rogers Vikings uniform. I don't know if that motivates you or not. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to run from that. I'm going to run to it because he's washed up, past his prime, <laughs> trash. I think I'm repeating some things that were said on this show last year. Um, I did. I did say those things. Yeah, no, he's he's what we'd like to call old news. Jordan loves my new best friend. As he should be. All right. Thank you, Brian, for the email. You have uh, carried that segment for a long time. But we did get some YouTube comments this week as well. So let's not let's not forget about those. So speaking of, uh, Josh, we, we like to shit on the other podcasts here in the podcast. Oh, I just swore. Darn it. I can't, I can't even just not. It's so nonchalant for me. We like to poop on uh, all the other podcasts in the so-called podcast wars that we won a long time ago. Because um, these guys are all jumping around, can't even keep a show down for a year. Um, but so here we go. We got a comment from Audio Al. He says, hates on breaking down matchups. It's like his title in bold. Yeah. So, and this is in quotes. Yeah. So in the FanDuel League, I had this guy get me this many points. You had that guy get that many points. And I told my wife not to play the Browns D. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. Snip snap, snip snap. So I believe uh, Al is trying to call us out as hypocrites in this comment, but I don't feel like we're, when we're talking about breaking down matchups, we're talking about breaking down football matchups and fantasy matchups, not just like how a single player performed in a podcast challenge we're, we're putting on, but how do you feel, Walt, or, uh, Walters, how do you feel, Josh, about this comment at Audio Al? I think he's right. We're hypocrites? We're flip-floppers? Do we break down matchups? Yeah, no, Absolutely. Apparently, because whatever Al says goes. I'm not bitter or salty at all about losing to him by less than two points in fantasy this week. So, yeah. Al requested that I talk about that, but we'll save that for the grain of salt later. Sounds like you've already been priming up, maybe borrowing from Brad Stash. Uh, but Jack went on to reply onto that comment from Al. I came here just to comment this exact thing. Well said, AA. I assume audio, Al. Uh, then we got a couple comments from Jack here. Wait, let me get this straight. Josh wasn't a fan of people playing Taysom Hill in the tight end spot. Never got that impression from the 114 times he brought it up in the league chat. So, Josh, you uh, appeared to complain about Jack? I mean, I made some comments, but it was mostly Ben complaining. Oh, well, shout out. You, got, you guys got to stick together. Um, and then another comment from Jack. He said, also, Josh gave me nightmares with his fantasy fun time this week. <laughs> Listen right before bed. So thanks for that. Loving the new, the new version of it each week. So keep them coming. So Josh, I'm sure your creativity, um, is probably blown out at this point, but, uh, the people want us. You're going to have to keep being original. If you can find it in your, in your plums to, uh, continue to be original. I don't know if that's possible or not, but. Maybe keep a spreadsheet of like what you do each week and then, you know, maybe a couple ideas, but uh, yeah. I suppose. 
So that was all the fan interaction we had this week. People appreciated us enough to uh, interact with us, and we appreciate them for doing so. Um, and it looks like we just got another voicemail here. I'm assuming it's a Fave 5. I'm refreshing right now to see if they labeled it. Because I don't want to move on from the Fantasy Zone if this is something else. But as my web page refreshes very from Jack, slowly, so I'm going to guess it's the Fave 5. Yeah, I also see that it is from Jack. Um, yeah, it, they didn't label it. It's only 30. Don't these people know that there are six other days in the week that they could call in and leave a voicemail for the fake five after we give it during the podcast? And I just told them to be like Jack last week or two weeks ago. I said Jack is a model citizen because I got his in like a week early. Here, we'll just play the Unless first. He's, Go ahead. Is he Kyler Murray from the, the Heisman commercials? Is he anticipating next week's fake <laughs> five? He could be. Let's just play the first second, see what he's got. Yeah, hi, this is Travis Leahy, uh, Trevor's younger brother. Just had a question for you guys this week. Um, if you were taking any division in the NFL and you were creating one super offense, so one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, and one tight end from that division, but you had to pick one from each of the four teams, so you can't use a team twice, who would it be? Like the NFC North, it might be Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, Alan Robinson and TJ Hawkinson, for example. Let me know what you think. All right. Well, I was not prepared for that. Thank you, Travis Leahy, for the phone call. Sorry, I mistook that for Jack. I must not know how to read the letters. I thought it said Jack Vickers. It clearly says Travis Leahy. So I don't want anyone to be accused of identity theft or impersonation or anything like that. Um, Josh, did you were you able to unpack the question with uh, the distraction of that voice there? Um, do you, so we're building a yeah. super team from a division. He already gave the example of the NFC North that we probably would have used. So picking a different division. Yeah, I'm going to go with the NFC East. Okay. Let's make a super offense with this should be good. Um, Daniel Jones, quarterback. Um, is Pringle still the tight end in Washington? Pringle? Sure. Yeah, we'll say him at tight end. Um, running back, we'll go with Boston Scott. Oh, I think Pringle's in KC, if that matters. Oh, he is. Um, can we change divisions? The tight end. He was, he, he, was the, he was the staple in that offense. The tight end currently in Washington is Logan Thomas, if you like him. No, he actually has some talent. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about the division. each division's top offenses without researching. Oh, Josh, see, that's why you got to have your handy-dandy magnet board. Apparently, I got All this right. in the divorce, and you did not. So, AFC East... Go for it. That's the Bills, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jets. I got mine ready. I'm doing the AFC West, as is tradition. But you got, you right, got so some for the East? Bills, Diggs. Um, we'll go with uh, Diggs at wide receiver. Okay. Now I'm trying to think of all the other teams. But hold that up, Gar. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Tua at quarterback. Then we'll do... Uh, Frank Gore at running back because he's never going to retire. As you should. And then tight end for um, the Patriots. We'll go with Asi uh, Asi. All right. So- <laughs> and head coach, Adam Gase. Beautiful. I'll do, I mean, AFC West is a pretty easy one. Patty Mahomes, Josh Jacobs, Noah Font, and Keenan Allen. There you go. There's my super team. Love all those guys. 
Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the low-hanging fruit. I could also take Herbert instead and then take Tyreek Hill if you want. Don't matter. There's a lot of talent in that division. I love the AFC West. So thank you, um, Travis Leahy, for that beautiful phone call. Josh, let's move on to the two-minute drill because I know we got more playoff uh, things to break down tonight, so it's going to go a little bit long anyways. But before we get too deep into that, Al's got a little something for us. All right, so I'll go first here. Remember, it's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. It's whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. And whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. Whistle, song, whistle, whistle, song, whistle. A lot of pressure. And here we go. So you know, Josh, you will you will be first. All right, folks. Brian's email alluded to it already, but yes, secrets out. You are, in fact, in the presence of a coach whisperer. I know who is going to get fired, when they're going to get fired, and how they're going to get fired. Just so happened this week, it was the gravy-chugging, angry Santa, sleeve-wearing, billboard-ruining, Detroit Lion-hating, defensive-minded guru that is Matt Patricia. Did I mention that he chugs gravy? Anyways... Next on the hot seat, I'm going to go ahead and say Matt Nagy. Sorry, Matt, but you just got blown out by Green Bay, and your running back had 70 rushing yards and 55 came on one play. Um, so you're, you're done for. Maybe not this week, maybe not next week, but you're out. And I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm happy for Lions fans. Matt Patricia was a bad man, probably stole all the players' lunches. <laughs> And that's just not nice. <laughs> I, wasn't pre- I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't that fat, Josh. Like, I, in the end, at the end of the day, I probably weigh more than that guy. But all right. <sighs> Thanksgiving Day, we all saw it. It was an eternity ago. But good God, the Lions are bad. They come out that first drive, they're looking hot, and then they disappeared for the rest of the game. It can't all be Matty P's fault, but... He is ultimately the head guy. It was nice to see they got rid of their GM as well. Um, just so they're cleaning house. And the future is uncertain, but hopefully Matty Stafford can get some sort of brainchild around him to uh, make one last shot at it here. Also, Gibson is going to carry the Washington football team to the NFC East Championship. Make my words. Raiders, Indian Chargers lost my babies. I don't like when my babies get hurt, Josh. That was such a long five seconds left. I hate myself. There you go, Josh. I did bad at the two-minute drill, so you look good this week. Then I'll go first the second time. Okie doke, everybody. I won't screw it up this time, I swear. I understand how 60 seconds works. In a week of projected blowouts in week 13, the Browns... And Texans game should give you, or is it Browns and Texans? I think it's Browns and Titans. The Browns and Titans game should give you hope. Uh, Browns are 8-3. They just avoided a losing record for the first time in a while. Titans, I thought, were dead. They're still playing okay, but I think the record is still inflated. Might be the same for the Brownies, but what do you do? Also, Rams and Cards. Divisional matchup. The NFC West has looked good. People are sleeping on the Rams, but they are good. If you're a Vikings fan, you're also cheering for the Rams because the Cardinals are currently in that last playoff spot. The Vikings should make the playoffs, but... If you want them to, you're cheering for the Rams this week to beat the Cardinals. And then, uh, 
Next Tuesday, Cowboys at Ravens. Could be interesting depending on who is still on the COVID list for the Ravens, but I like Andy Dalton's chances. Yeah, I mean, we've also got one Week 12 matchup coming up this week. I don't know what you're going to be doing tomorrow, but apparently at around oh, 2.30, I'm going to be coming down with a little bit of a scratchy throat, unable to take any calls at work. Uh, I'm going to be watching the fourth iteration of the Ravens versus Pittsburgh. Other than that, not too much excitement in the upcoming week. Um Carolina versus Packers, so that'll be fun. Hopefully, uh, oh no, Carolina's on his bye. What am I thinking? Who, who the Packers play? I'm not even, I just know they're going to win. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know who your team plays. That's not my <laughs> responsibility. Going into week 13, I did very little prep for this because I was busy with work. But let's talk about something. Yeah, no, make that face all you want, Gar. Um, Vikings going to finish 8 and 8. Pick 20, take a cornerback. 5. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> Thank you. That was a rougher two minutes, or let's be honest. I don't know. There's something in the air. This the beginning of December, we're just not prepared for it. There's something going on. I even forgot my sponsor from the Fantasy Zone. I did. I got some pumpkin bars here that I jacked from Quick Trip. So I'll be eating these during the pod. No drink this week, because um, this is this is delicious enough. So I just got some delicious ass sink water provided to me by. The municipality of the city of Detroit Lakes. So, all right, Josh, it's time for the fantasy fun time, and uh, Jack is kind of expecting big things here. So let's see what you got. Well, I like to uh, I like to be a giver and and a sharer and a provider. So I'm going to let you take this week's fantasy fun time, Gar. Hmm. Oof, I, I was not prepared for fantasy that. fun time. <gasps> you tricked me, Josh. Is that part of the bit? You just tricking me? Does that make it original? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Brian calls out in the chat, uh, six live listeners record. So I don't know, Josh. We're somewhere between five and seven concurrent viewers right now. Might be the highest we've been at in quite some time. So shout yeah, out. That's probably why my stream's running a little slow, because I've got six YouTube tabs open. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh, got to pump up those numbers somehow, eh, pal? All right, Josh, we talked about it. It is the fantasy fun time. We always start that, though, with the grain of salt so these folks know whether or not they should listen to us. Of course, the fantasy week is still going, but it sounds like your, um, your results against Al are already locked in. How's your grain of salt, Josh? Specifically, how bad did you lose to Al? Well, it's not that I lost to him bad. I just lost to him by, like, a point and a half or two. Um and the reason behind it was I uh, I had Deontay Johnson in my starting lineup, and with them pushing the game back, I wasn't going to risk another positive test. I should have known that the NFL wouldn't let money just walk away like that, but um, I put in Greg Ward, and he got me 3.3. 3. Yeah, exactly. Um, put, put up 0. 0.3 points. Last time I trust any Eagles receiver, as long as Carson Ginger Neckbeard is under quarterback. Um under center, I should say. And so, yeah, my mistake there. He got a win. His playoff hopes are still alive. My playoff hopes are have been alive and doing fine despite dropping three of the last four. Um, we're going into a free-for-all week. So if I win, I'm, I get the buy anyways, and that's all I really want. I mean, what, so would you be the top seed buy or the second buy? Because that does make a slight uh, difference. Ben and I have the same record, but he has more points. So if I outscore him by like... I don't know, 40, then I'd get the top seed. 
if he loses and I win, I'd get the top seed, but I'm fine with second seed. It'll be the same setup as last year if I get the second seed and Ben gets the first. Ah, then you guys will meet each other in the old championship, eh? Just for you to lose yet again? Probably. His <laughs> team's pretty good. So how's the rest of your grain of salt, just real quick then? Um, I'm still waiting on results of one game. I did keep Deontay Johnson in that lineup. All he needs to do is get me 10 in a PPR league, um, and we'll win our seventh straight in the in the family league. Um, but other than that, of the finished games, I'm 3-2. and two. Ooh, is that your worst week yet, Chad? Oh, no, you went, well, I mean, you no, went 3-3. I had three a 3-3. Three and three. And three. Yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna quit because two losses is too too many. Yeah, 17 losses on the year. I mean, that is you should be embarrassed, Josh. That's pathetic. Uh, why do you even have a podcast? I don't know, but uh, I did lose in the dynasty league. I'm sure you were gonna mention that. Oh, um, did ya? <laughs> what was your record before this week? Uh, Eleven and zero. <laughs> so you were undefeated, and then. The team in last place just beat you, huh? Yep. Nope. And and I just want to point out that since the only team that can beat me isn't in the playoffs, have fun, nerds. <laughs> uh, well, we could talk about that just a little bit more in the in the Hit Dogs highlights. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I I went three and two last week. I mean, a couple of my matchups technically aren't done, but they're pretty much done unless a player gets like sixty points. So um, I am th- so three and, kill? Th- no three and two on the week. Thirty three and twenty seven overall. So just creeping up against uh, creeping above um, five hundred as the season ends here. I've been pretty much down the middle all year. Just getting little push at the end here. Uh, I'll, it looks like I'll make the playoffs for sure in two leagues. I'm on the bubble in a third league, and then two leagues. I'm definitely on the outside looking in as it sits right now so um couldn't do the whole against every player and every or against every team in every league this week because all the matchups aren't done yet um but that is still sitting at sub 500 so i am definitely getting lucky in some of the leagues that i am winning in uh but yeah so that's my grain of salt josh um how do you feel like you didn't fan duel last week um so if mitch trubisky's bad i'm his backup that's how bad I did in FanDuel. So you're Nick Foles then? No, Nick Foles is hurt, and that's why he's not playing. So do, do you even know? I, I don't even – I haven't even looked. You don't want to know? No. I, I know I'm not uh, – I'm probably not top 15. Uh, I think you are. Hold on. Oh, maybe not. Maybe I scroll. Oh, you came in what the kids would call dead last, 20th place. I didn't yep. even know that, honestly. I wasn't even leading you on. I had no idea where you finished. I came in 17th. It's not like I have a lot, a big leg to stand on, but Josh came in dead last place. That's tough, dude. Woof. Yeah, I took, uh, I took all of our advice when it came to players for the uh, who we liked, and Which you none of them have. panned out. No, yeah. Um, Delvin Cook got eight. My highest score was Evan Ingram with 14. I quit. That's tough, dude. Uh, so oh, last, Calvin Ridley at 14. So. Last week, Jesse won. I just want to highlight that. Jack came in second right behind him, but Jesse won. And Nikita uh, only came in 19th. So the Mitchell household had a terrible week. Jesse, the person who came in first, basically doubled Nikita's score. So we'll get to the leaderboard in a second, but Nikita had a rough week at a rough time. Uh, but as far as the best values in the position of leaders, oh, no, something went wrong. Are you kidding me, FanDuel? 
There we go. Tyreek Hill, 51.4, obviously had a huge week. Derrick Henry, 37.5. Patrick Mahomes, 31.28. Atlanta Falcons defense, 28. And then Kirk Cousins, 26.18. Those are all pretty big players, Brian, so I hope you don't need me to say their team and their position. As far as best values go, Atlanta Falcons defense with their 28 points was an 8.5 times value. I want to say that's the highest value number we've seen this year. It's certainly up there if it's not the highest. Tyreek Hill was a 6 times value again 51 points monster week carolina panthers defense 5.4 times value on 19 points latavius murray running back new orleans five point uh five times value and then derrick henry is a 4.5 times value with his 37.5 points and so obviously josh you and i had none of those people in our lineups not even close you know, Tyreek Kill would have almost doubled my total. <laughs> Boy, that's not true. I had Kirk Cousins in my lineup, but he was number five of the positional or of the just the top five leaders. So, whew. yeah, it was a it was a rough week, and it's uh, it's tough. Speaking of Josh, who specifically did you like last week? Um, scrolling, scrolling. I had Cam Newton versus Arizona, figuring he might have to run a bit and throw, and I mean he had nine pass attempts in the third quarter or going into the third quarter. So rough Kareem hunt at Jacksonville, who apparently scored three points less than um, his total says liar. He had 6.2 oh, sorry. Um, and yeah, figured he'd get opportunities in that, um, in that game. But uh, Chubb carried, carried quite a bit of load and Hunt got a couple goal line carries, just didn't capitalize. And then I had Demir Bird versus Arizona. So I doubled down on the, the uh, Patriots players and failed miserably. Oh, no. Yeah, the Patriots, despite winning, definitely had a woof of a week as far as fantasy goes. Um, so last week, I liked... Uh, Michael Pittman versus Tennessee. He only put up 3.8. Really disappointed in that. Kirk versus Carolina. He was my uh, darling. He put up 26.18. Michael Pittman, by the way, wide receiver for the Colts. And then I had Salvin Ahmed in my trending week or my trending um, pattern of picking guys who won't play that week. Salvin Ahmed, running back for Miami, didn't play against the Jets. He had zero points. Uh, this week, Josh, I like Cam Akers at Arizona. He is their rookie running back. He's been banged up this year. They've been doing a big committee. But now that Cam Akers is back healthy, he's been taking a higher percentage of the snaps. I think Cam Akers is about to break out here. Um, so I'm uh, taking a bit of a flyer on Cam Akers. But when you're in my position on the leaderboard, you got to boom or you got to bust. So I'm taking Cam Akers running back for the Los Angeles Rams at Arizona. I'm taking Baker Mayfield quarterback for the Browns at Tennessee. I think Baker is going to have a bigger game here, especially if Derrick Henry's running all over him. Baker will have to pass. So I like Baker this week in my QB slot. And then Allen Robinson. This guy has been a steady fantasy. Um, I don't even know what I want to say, but he's been a steady fantasy performer for years now. And uh, Mitch Trubisky seems to like to favor him a little bit more than Foles does. So assuming Trubisky plays again, Allen Robinson should get fed against the Detroit defense. That is bad. Uh, you know, after a coach, get fi- uh, coach gets fired, teams like to rally. Um, either way, I think Allen Robinson will have a big day no matter if Chicago or Detroit ends up on top. Josh, who do you like this week? Um, so I'm going through and I'm doing it now because I completely spaced off doing this, but I have DeAndre Swift at Chicago. Um, I, if Akeem Hicks is still out, um, I feel like DeAndre Swift is going to be able to capitalize on that um, against that defense. Plus, new coach, 
uh, you know, or fired coach, a little bit more motivation. Um, so picking a running back against Chicago is usually not advised. So nobody listen to me. Um, quarterback wise, I'm going to go with um, Ryan Fitzpatrick versus the Bengals if he's playing. If Tua Fancy. is playing, if Tua does play, I would say Tua. So whoever starts for the Dolphins um, going up against the Bengals there. Um, and then, and so just, I'm going to repeat that. So there's no questions about it when we read the scores back next week. Whoever starts at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, well, that is who I'm playing. Twelve weeks into it, you finally you finally put that caveat on there, Josh. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. I don't like caviar though. Fish eggs are gross. Um, and then for wide receivers, I'm actually doing. I wanted to say Allen Robinson as well, so I'm just going to stick with Allen Robinson. You're a thief. That's my guy but I'll allow it just this once. And before we move on, I know we usually talk about the leaderboard a little bit before this, and I don't, we, Josh, we don't want to be accused of favoritism here because um, your wife is officially dead. She fell off that podium harder than a rock. Now in first place atop the podium is Jesse, some way, somehow, 1506.46. Jesse, first place. Second place is still Aaron. He's been hanging around for a while. Only six points behind Jesse, 1500.76. Then in third place, don't call it a comeback, Mihoff Jack, 1490.16. That's how the podium looks right now. Nikita fell down to fourth, about uh, 30 points behind Jesse in first place. Like I said, she had a rough week scoring just 80 while Jesse put up 160. And so Jesse catapulted himself into first. And I don't even think he knows who he's picking. I think he's just picking guys with funny names or who are funny colors. So somehow Jesse's in first. I don't think it'll last, but crazier things have happened. T won the locks and upsets things last year, and T doesn't know anything about football either. So sometimes you just get lucky. He's too short to even see the TV. <laughs> that's, that's true. All right, Josh, it is time for the Hidden Oaks highlights. What was the side bet last week in the Hidden Oaks redraft league? Um, Brad ruins everything. No. Um, <laughs> look at these TDs. Most combined offensive touchdowns. T has pretty much locked that up with one game left this week. Uh, Brad still has Deontay Johnson, but T has nine total touchdowns to Brad's total six. So I think Brad has seven. Brad is seven. Brad yeah. is seven. Yeah. Um, so Brad would need three to take the win. Uh, T had just an absolute dominant week. I would say the best week in the uh for the uh best score for this week but i was in the league as well um and so suck it t um the guy's in like last place you can't even like give him one week of having nine touchdowns you just gotta still just no you can no i mean he had nine touchdowns he won the side bet take your consolation unless deontay johnson puts up three brad if it makes you feel any bit better i haven't paid t yet i haven't announced him deontay johnson somehow gets three touchdowns tomorrow you win the side bet but i doubt it uh the side bet for next week josh is so last week was look at these tds next week is keep your tds to yourself okay pal so this is going to be the winning team so you have to win this last week here going into the playoffs the winning team with the fewest touchdowns so we we got to see everyone's tds last week now let's kind of let's you know let's be proper here let's be a little bit more professional um Keep your TDs to yourself. So you have to win and win with the fewest touchdowns, and then you will win this side bet. Yay. All right, Josh. It is uh, it's a bit we've been doing a couple years here. We're almost into the Hunger Games, Josh, and uh, 
you know what? We don't really uh, we don't really do that bit for the Dynasty League, but we're going to talk about the Dynasty League first because Brian really loved how we did it last week. Again, I didn't use any fancy Monte Carlo simulations or data or math or, you know, nerdisms. We used the Garlic Danger Johnson LLC Truthiness Noddle to look at the Dynasty League again. Pretty much everything fell how I wanted it to. I won't go into it too deep this week so Brian doesn't cry in the email next week, but... Brad was the big surprise. I was able to predict how four out of the five matchups would fall, but Brad was the upset last week. And so, no, Brad, with a little bit of help from T, Brad can get into the playoffs this week. So, Josh, you're still chilling in first, Jalen second, Derek third, Connor fourth, Jesse fifth. Those five teams have essentially clinched their playoff berth. The sixth spot here is between T and Brad. So, Brad is playing me this week, and for me to continue to hold my first round draft pick my number one overall draft pick i have to lose so i am back to tanking mode this week after taking down josh just to ruin his undefeated record so brad's already getting the win this week pretty much guaranteed unless all my scrubs throw up 200 points so with brad winning the only thing he needs to do is for t to lose and t is playing jalen who is nine and three so brad if you're listening if t loses you make the playoffs in the sixth spot and that would be kind of nuts honestly and so that's really the most exciting thing there could be some seeding changes here in the rest of the dynasty league but right now how having it how i'm having it fall out is that t beats Jalen unfortunately for Brad so I'm projecting Brad misses the playoffs just barely and then T would be the fifth seed and Jesse would be the sixth seed but like I said Jesse's already clinched so Brad you're praying for T to lose this week do whatever you can get in his head make sure he doesn't set his lineup uh whatever you got to do you want T to lose for that sixth playoff spot in the dynasty Josh you've already locked in the number one spot hope you're ready for it we'll see how the reseeding thing in the playoff bracket goes and see if it screws or helps someone uh, and yeah, that's all we'll do for the Dynasty League this week. Yeah, I mean, this reseeding thing, it's its kind of a pain, but LeBron makes it work with his hairline. <laughs> You're so, yeah. You might be the dumbest individual on the planet. I don't know if I've ever expressed that to you, but... Okay. Um, moving into the Redraft League, I won't talk about it because we talked about the Dynasty, and I don't want Brian to hate me. So, yeah. No, no, Brian didn't complain about the Redraft League last week. To be very clear, you only complained about the Dynasty League. Well, See, this one we're we're kind of we're waiting on a few different outcomes, and so it's a little bit difficult to to run the analysis that I did last week. So I'm just going to go ahead and say I locked in the first seed. Suck it, nerds! And if current projections play out, we will have one, two, three, four, five teams at seven and five, separated by 220 points. So, um, you know, only a couple only a couple teams can jump from fifth to sixth seed and whatnot and all that jazz. Um, but um, we do have a battle between three teams for the final seed. Um, that is going to be, <laughs> that is going to be between hammer Willie and Nikita. I feel like you're leaving out a name there, pal. I mean, Gar, I hate to break it to you, but best shot for you to make the playoffs is to actually try next year. What do you mean? What do five you mean and I seven can't... ain't gonna cut it. Well, yeah, there's another week I gotta play, Josh. I'll be six and seven next week. Yeah, no, six and seven's great. You might make the eighth seed. What do you mean? You're saying I can't make the playoffs? I'm I'm saying that the playoffs don't want you there. 
All right, Josh, we got a, you know, just because I don't, I can't deal with this hate and I can't deal with this slander, we got a text message from Brian this week, okay? He, this is how the text message starts. Math, colon. Again, from Brian Canup. If next week Nikita beats Willie, you beat me, and you score 68 more points than Nikita, you are in. Playoffs? You talking about playoffs? Yeah, Josh, all I got to do is outscore your wife by 68, and she has to still win. So, uh, I mean, I don't see why that's so hard. I mean, if she beats Willie, she'd have seven wins and you'd have six. I'm just going off what Brian. Let me, let me make sure I didn't misread Brian's text messages. If Nikita beats Willie, that's what it's what he said, Josh. Well, did his Brian, stone tablet do the math right? <laughs> Brian's the big knocker here. Okay, I'm not going to pretend I didn't do the Monte Carlo situation, the simulations. You did the redraft league. I did the dynasty league. So I don't know the scenarios. All I'm saying, Brian said it, and Brian's never been wrong a day in his life. Because he, his argument supports me in this moment. Okay. Yep, no, but Nikita and Willie play each other. Winner of that game is likely in the playoffs if Eric beats Hammer. So just you're saying I'm not in the playoffs because this is kind of pissing me off now, Josh. I'm, I'm, I'm saying you're not in the playoffs. No, we are not eliminated. I am very calm. But you're and we are going to methodically well, come back and win this thing. Josh, when we're back here next week, don't let me say I told you so, okay? I'm putting up 600 points this week, and it's going to be the greatest thing you've ever seen, okay? Okay, pal? I honestly hope you do, because I think it would be hilarious that you have the most points in the league and still miss the playoffs. (laughs) I will not miss the playoffs, Josh. I won't do it. (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, do you have any since we since we're going too deep into the scenarios most of the teams are locked in it's just you know seating differences who do you like that isn't you who do you like to you're probably pretty familiar with the teams at this point who do you like that isn't you to take this thing i mean bradley's team with cmc potentially coming back is a big uh big wolf there and that might be that might be the deciding factor if he's able to make it in. Um, and, and right now he's kind of set unless um, unless he loses to Jesse and then um, Hammer wins and then Nikita surpasses him in points or Willie wins. Um, otherwise, the other teams, Brian, Jeremy, they're, I mean, a lot of these teams are up and down and it's hard to gauge off 14 teams in a league. Um, so, yeah. I'd have to take a little bit more of a deeper dive, maybe run some analytics, go out back and throw the pigskin around and just kind of get a feel for it just to see how I feel. Gotcha. Well, next week it's going to be a little more difficult again because next week there's currently scheduled a Tuesday game. So as we podcast our, well, whatever, the standings won't be officially locked in via ESPN. So we're going to have to use a little bit of truthiness. The matchup should be pretty clear by one more matchup. But just so you know, there's a Tuesday game next week currently as it is scheduled. Uh, and there's no one uh, eliminated this week because Josh refuses to recognize the fact that I'll make the playoffs, so I'm not going to play the Hunger Names music because no one was eliminated from contention this week, Josh, because I'm making the playoffs. Make my words, okay? Let's move into the Fave 5, pal. This is what the people listen to. They just listen to 45 minutes of nonsense they didn't care about just to get to this point right here. Um, what's the Fave 5 this week, Josh? Chips. <laughs> well, what is it? Chips. Uh, are you are you saying chips? Chips. Are you saying pow? Oh, pow. <laughs> pow. <laughs> All right. Chips. Uh, 
All right, so we have four voicemail submissions this week, Josh. And uh, to be clear, this is a dry chip. This is a dipless chip. Um, and I have not ch- had a chance to preview any of these. I do know that Brian was very proud of his. Um, and Levi's usually pretty good at this. So I'm going to play. Uh, Hammer is a pretty straightforward guy. He brings us a good list, but there's, you know, nothing, nothing pizzazzy to it. So we're going to go Hammer first, then Jack, then Al. Then uh, Brian will be the second, and then Levi will be the finale. So uh, let's see what we got here. Or did I say we have four? Is that five? Did I miss someone? I, I missed. I wasn't listening. Uh, Levi, Al. I think I'm drunk. I don't know. It's four or five, whatever it is. Anyways, here's Hammer first. Man, I try not to buy chips too much because I can crush the entire bag in one sitting. And uh, I have no self-control. So I try not to buy two chips too often. But, but when I do, uh, these are the ones I get. At number five, Fritos, uh, just a classic, pretty solid chip. Number four, Sun Chips Garden Salsa. I don't know if there is something to the wave of the chip but on the Sun Chips, but I think they honestly just taste better. Uh, at number three, I got the Tostitos Hint of Lime. I mean, uh, come on, you, you open up this bag and it's gone in two seconds. Uh, at number two, I got Old Dutch Salt and Vinegar Kettle Chips. These are so good, but uh, if you eat too many, like your mouth will hurt eventually. So I try not to uh, to down too many at once. And uh, at number one, I recently got recommended these, and uh, they're my new favorite, uh, Red Hot Blues. They're a uh, corn chip with a uh, with a hint of spice. They're super good. So if you haven't tried them, give them a try. Did he say Red Hot Blues? <laughs> Apparently, is that is that a chip you've ever heard of? It's not. It sounds more like a uh, Memphis barbecue joint where they'd have some decent barbecue. How do you feel about uh, Hammer's List there, pal? I like it. I'm I'm a chip connoisseur. Big fan. Maybe the b- biggest fan of all. Um, Are there any chips specifically that stood out to you, Josh? Because it looks like you may have not been listening, potentially. Um, I don't mind salt and vinegar chips. I wouldn't put them in my top five, but they are actually one of those kind of, on a, on a rare occasion, the hint of lime chips are my go-to when it comes to dipping. Um, so I like to dip those chips in like a salsa or a queso, but I don't like to sprinkle the cheese and make nachos that way with them that I'd have to go with just regular corn chip. And But yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with sun chips. The garden salsa, not as good as some other sun chips, but garden salsa is pretty good. Thank you, Hammer, for the strong um, lead off there. We'll go into we'll go into Jack next. Let's see what Jack's got. What boys? Jack Mihoff here again, getting my fave five in. Got to keep the core fave fivers going here. Um, pretty sure you already started, so I'm getting it fashionably late as always for tonight's episode, but. Top five, fave five chips. Uh, honorable mention, I'm going to go with one because I'm pretty sure it's not considered a chip, but I'm a big, big fan of pretzels. If you guys have ever had the Dots pretzels, those things are like That's not crack, chip. best thing ever. For my official fave five, starting out at number five, I'm going to go Pringles. They're uh, compact, built for, for travel, always good, tons of different flavors. Number four, I'm going to go Cheetos, uh, fan favorite. Uh, can't, can't have a list without Cheetos, in my opinion. Number three, I'm going to go uh, Tostitos Scoops. They're just built for... Tons of different things. I mean, they're the quality dip chip for different toppings, nachos, what have you. Number two, I have Sun Chips, which I think are just some of the best tasting things ever. The Harvest, Salsa, the, the Cheddar. Oh, so good. And number one, no question here, Doritos. Put it on the board. 
So, Jack... What kind of a human being doesn't classify or specify which flavor that, Sun Chip, which flavor Dorito, which flavor Pringle, pretzels? I'm sorry. Hey, Gar, my number five coming in, steak. That's my favorite chip. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, you know, the Fave Five is open to interpretation. Jack decided to not go with a specific chip. Instead, he went chip brands. Um, and he picked a chip specifically for dipping, which was not the premise of the Fave Five. So, Jack, we appreciate you, but maybe listen a little closer next time. Or don't listen, so you'll give us content to yell at you. Either way, we win. So, whatever you want to do. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Doritos are good. There's no doubt about Doritos being good. Pringles are great. You love the can. Obviously, Pringles have been getting smaller and smaller over the years because they got to control their costs as you know prices go up or stay the same or whatever they want to do but yeah not a bad list out of jack i don't think anything else stood out to you other than wanting to yell at jack there uh josh no no i, I liked his list i just no. didn't like the lack of specificity <laughs> it was very general uh but you know what we appreciate yeah. you jack for contributing i'm just gonna assume that his number one was bathwater doritos <laughs> That's my favorite Doritos flavor is bathwater. I'm surprised it wasn't ketchup Lay's either, the Canadian favorite. Um, all right. Al likes to throw a little – Al likes to um, sprinkle a little joke in there, a little humor. Let's see what Al's got. What's up, Hood Pod? This is uh, Audio Al coming at you with the Fave 5 chips. So at number five, I'll go with uh, Oregon-era Chip Kelly. Just a great offense with Marcus Mariota and – D'Anthony Thomas. Here we go. Uh, number four, I'll go back to my British roots with uh, fish and chips. So, you know, any chip you can get at your local chippy. Uh, number three, we'll go with a purple chip that you can get at uh, at the casino. I've gotten a, a few back in my day. It's a great time. Uh, number two, we'll go with Cheetos Puffs. Great chip. <laughs> I, I get addicted, you know. I just, just can't help myself. And number one, we'll go with Cheddar Sun Chips. Great for all-around goodness. Whatever. Catch you later. Al is always really good at ending his voicemails. He is a, a stellar killer at ending, uh, ending his sentences and ending his uh, transmissions. Um, so we got a couple jokes in there. It sounded like we had uh, some gambling chips. Uh, uh, Chip Kelly. This Chip Kelly better not been on a rain game because we specific, we specified a dipless chip, a dry chip. So Chip Kelly better be fucking dry. Um, fish and chips, great. Obviously, you're not dunking those uh, fish into any tartar or any ketchup, though, either, Al. This is a dry chip. We were specific I mean, about that. Fish aren't the chips. It's the fries. Why? You can't dip a fry into tartar sauce? Not if you have a soul. Just saying, tartar sauce is good in limited quantities. So, uh, and then Cheetos puffs, those are great. And then uh, Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips, number one. That's a good chip, Josh. It's a good chip. How do you feel about the Harvest Cheddar? Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Who even went bilingual on us, pal? All right. Um, so this week we're going with Brian next, just because Levi earned the walk-off shot after what he did last week. Let's see if he can follow it up. Otherwise, we'll switch around the lineup. But Brian went out of his way. This is the first time I think he's done it. He texted me yesterday if I listened to his Fave Five submission. I was like, no, I didn't. And then so if Brian's going out of his way to ask me if I've listened to it. Brian's got something cooking here, and I didn't listen to it on purpose so I could get my live reaction on the show, 
But uh, apparently Brian got a little special something cooking, I would assume, if he went out of his way to text me. So let's see what Brian's got here in his Fave 5 Dry Dipless Chips. Hello, this is Brian with my Fave 5 for the week. Number 5, Chips Ahoy. Good cookie. Number 4, Chip Douglas from My Three Sons. (laughs) Number 3, Chip Taylor who wrote Wild Thing. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you make my Next heart up, sing. I actually have a tie between Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley as Chip and Dale, Chip and Dale. dancers. Okay. And my number one, which should be no surprise to anybody who knows me, which is my retirement plan for life, my number one favorite chip of all time, is poker chips. Thanks. Do you hear the little thanks at the end? He was so (laughs) proud of himself. Like he texted me about it. Oh, Brian, you, the buddy. And so he called, you saw, if you go back to the email callback, he definitely went out of his way to compliment Levi. The budding bromance, again, between this middle-aged white male and this Mexican hipster is just incredible. And I never thought I'd see it coming. I can't wait for the uh, the CW uh, series to come out about it. That'd be great. And so Brian did share the link for some reason um, with the, the Chris Farley Chippendales. I mean, we should all be familiar with it, but... I was just, gonna, who, who hasn't seen that? I don't know. I was just going to play a couple seconds of it here. We'll just skip. Oh, no. Well, maybe I won't. Get copyright infringement. Yeah, that's okay. This is impossible. Can't we just hire them both? No. Barney? Listen, before we start, I just want to say once again that either one of you would make a fine addition to the Chippendale family. I know you've been put through a long, long audition, and it's been hard. But I think that in itself is a testament to how good both of you are and just how difficult our choice is. I wish I could just flip a coin and be done with it, but we can't. We're Chippendales. Marcy? Music? we go we got to see chris farley rip his shirt off and i think that's enough of that before uh youtube just strikes us down with the band hammer there so brian we appreciate your creativity a little bit of your humor showing there we appreciate how proud you obviously were of your list we hope the humor keeps coming fave five again open to interpretation we accept all entries except for jacks this week because for some reason we really wanted to shit all over him and no one else maybe be specific next time jack but uh last week here comes levi's submission it was hilarious, and honestly, I this one came in late. I haven't listened to it. I didn't listen to any of them this week. I almost want to play this one after ours, just how good he was last week, but I don't know if Levi can go with two solid performances in a row, so we'll play his now, and then Josh and I will still end the show, but Carmel Bear, don't let us down. Hey, my dad's third favorite podcast, Levi here with his fave five chips. At number five, we have Pringles, sour cream, and onion. Uh, does it count as a chip? Is it a crisp? Uh, am I cheating for having it? 
on my list, I don't know. How did Biden win Georgia? Nothing makes sense anymore. Number four, uh, cheddar and sour cream ruffles. It's just the texture. You got the flavor. It's just, it feels like 4th of July. At number three, we have Lay's Classics. Yeah, a little bland, a little, you know, a little, as they say, classic. But it's just, it's classic for a reason. It's the chip that goes with everything. At number two, we have Flamin' Hot Cheetos, which I can only describe as... Uh, every time I eat it, I get a mild opiate addiction just because it tastes so good. I just can't stop eating them. Three to four bags later, I'm on the couch, red all over my face. Number four, Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips. They're kettle cooked. They're hot. They're amazing. Perfect. Did he just end up by saying number four and then doing Miss Vicky? I guess I wasn't following his numbering there, but he definitely, I think, said number four at the end there. Very interesting. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, well, we appreciate that, Levi. Obviously, it would have been hard to perform. He went back to the uh, went back to going through a list, but he threw some humor in there, so we can still switch around. Maybe we'll give Brian the walk-off shot next week with no previews. We'll see. Um, but thank you. Pringles are hella good. I have not had those uh, kettle-cooked specific chips that he was talking about. What about you, Josh? What do you get out of that list? Um, I guess I was just distracted trying to think of T-shirt designs that he should make for us uh, advertising that we're his dad's third favorite podcast. That's a big claim. And his dad, obviously very Mexican. He's got maybe the thickest Mexican mustache you've ever seen. Salt and pepper at this point. We all know the look. Obviously the beautiful brown skin of being Mexican, but then a thick salt and pepper mustache. We all can imagine yeah. that in our head. So so is it safe to say that mustache to face ratio is uh, 90% mustache? Uh, at least 90% mustache. Imagine Sam Elliott mixed with Tom Selleck, but handsomer. I want to. I want to get that T-shirt, Levi. Make it happen. So like hotcakes. <laughs> Make it happen at Levi Oki Illustration. All right. So thank you for those submissions. Don't forget, still plenty of opportunities to get in that raffle. You don't have to leave a fave five. You can leave us a question, or you can leave us whatever else. But we appreciate those five people who got a raffle entry this week: Brian, Hammer, Al, Jack, and Caramel. Um, there's a couple of you who still haven't left us a station identification. That's another easy bonus entry. So keep those voicemails coming. Get those raffle entries. So you got your best shot to win. All right, Josh. It's your and my. Fave five, how you feeling this week? You want the walk-off, or is your list a little weaker on the chippy side? Mine's a little weaker. You got this. All right, pal. Let's get right into it then. What is your number five in the fave five dry, dipless chip? We are going to go with Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips, Ooh. something we've uh, heard a couple times already. Well, once for sure. Not necessarily <laughs> sure what Jack's Sun Chip was, um, but yeah, solid chip all around. Okay, so I went I went with the opposite of the, the hammer's advice of not trying to buy chips too often because, to be honest, I never buy chips. And um, I wanted to be funny, and I thought this would be funny, but now it's just a waste of money. But my number five, we got the, uh, we got the Ruffles Double Crunch, specifically the hot wing flavor. This comes in at number five because it's such a new chip, or at least new to me, but I love chips with a good crunch. And obviously, Double Crunch is in the name. So these things are great. The hot wing gives it a nice little kick to it. If you like the hot wing Snyder's pretzels, uh, I'd recommend you try this chip if you're at all a fan of chips. Double Crunch, hot wings. Thanks, Ruffles. What's your number four, Josh? Coming in at number four, we've got Miss Vicky's Jalapeno. It's oh. kind of funny because Carmel had that as his number one, and it could be, depending on my mood, it could be my number one. I wasn't expecting another Miss Vicky's on anybody's list, so shout out to Carmel. We might be related because of it. 
Just saying, I have a mustache. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It sounded, it sounded like you were going to say more there. Your inflection at the end of your sentence was probably, you know. But that's all you have to say about the Miss Vickies, huh? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, to be clear, I am doing this as a dry, dipless chip, but my dad's got me hooked on these because he eats these all the time with cheddar cheese. But, again, loving a chip with a lot of crunch, I like the Fritos, specifically the Fritos scoops because these things are hella thicker than the uh, just the regular Fritos. Um, and these are a great corn chip just to eat on their own. Um, I've smashed a lot of Fritos in my day. The Fritos scoops are a great Frito alternative if you want some slightly crunchier than the regular Frito. Josh, your number three. If you're dry, dipless chips. Gotta go with the chocolate chips. <laughs> okay. What makes the I chocolate mean, chip so decadent? You, I'm, where do I start? They look like little brown nipples. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be the clean <laughs> show, Josh. Uh, they are miniature Hershey's Kisses. It, it's, I mean, you can bake with them. You can eat them dry. You can dip them in other chocolates. It's great. Josh, this is the dry, dipless chip. I, I'm, I mean, they're still my number three dry. Okay, just want to make sure you're clear about that. All right, my number three, it's been on a lot of lists. Josh had it as number five. The Sun Chip Harvest Cheddar, absolutely wonderful chip. Uh, this, As far as my crunchy theme goes, this chip is a little bit thinner, but with the ruffle, still got plenty of crunch in there. It's a great chip. Again, I don't even eat chips that often. I'm more of a cracker guy, maybe, and a nut guy. Chex Mix guy, a munchies guy, but if I'm eating chips, Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips are way up there on the list. Coming in at number two. So I wrote all these down in, in order as I was going to present them, and I've actually switched up the order. So it's kind of, I'm trying to figure out which ones I've said and which ones I haven't. But coming in at number two, I've got Cheddar Sour Cream Ruffles. Ooh, those another are. Another one that, another one that fell on Carmel's list, I believe. Um, but those are a staple in my household. I think you guys eat are them, meant to be, you and Carmel. Eat, eat them dry. Um, I also like to make a chip witch where I take, you know, the bread, the meat, a little bit of mayo or sauce, whatever I want, and then just douse it with chips. Crunch, crunch. That's your strategy, eh? It's not. It's not a bad. The, the I'll, I will say the sour. What is it? Sour cream and cheddar um, ruffles are a great chip. Uh, they would have made my list, but I almost never eat them dry. Uh, my dad also got me hooked on dipping things in the old top the tater, so I almost exclusively eat the sour cream and cheddar chips with additional sour cream and top the tater. So I couldn't have it on my list for that reason. But great chip, Josh. Number two. Uh, I usually hate when I agree with Corey Cobb on things because that character is, is a bit much, I think, at times. But Lay's Stacks, if you're going for a chip in a can, Lay's Stacks are by far the superior can slash bottle slash cylinder chip. Pringles are okay. These things have better flavor. They have better crunch. All around, much better chip. The Lay's Stacks, specifically, I like original. I don't like to get too fancy with my Lay's. Just like Carl Burst said, the classic's good enough for me. But Lay's Stacks... Get rid of those Pringles. Lay stack should be your future. Your number one, Josh. Coming in at number one might be a controversial. Ooh, I'm ready. Okay. And on whether or not you consider it a chip or not, I definitely do. And I know for a fact that I had got you hooked on them at one point. But I'm going to go with oh, cinnamon already... sugar pita chips. Ooh, that's not what I expected. Okay. I'll cut that the as a chip. Cinnamon sugar pita chips. Oh, child. Gotta gotta buy them in bulk. 
Yeah, you, get, you definitely got to get the big bags. It seems like the cinnamon ones run out much faster. Also, the plain pita chips is good, but that cinnamon sugar one, there's just something something about it. It's not quite a cinnamon twist, obviously not as fluffy or you know, a little bit buttery with the fried oil, but those cinnamon sugar pita chips. Whoo, child, you got some in the cupboard right now, or when's the last time you had some? Um, No, I don't have any now, but we used to get them quite a bit, and, and I used to treat them as single-serving packages, basically. <laughs> and you can't do that at my age, Gar. You can't do that. What are you, you're 29, right? You're falling apart. The back problems, can't eat chips anymore. 20, 29 with the soul of a 90-year-old, so yeah. Oof, you hate to see it. But yeah, no, cinnamon sugar pita chips, those things are incredible. What's what specifically, maybe you said it, what's specifically the brand you and I like to buy? Is it just called Naked or is it... Uh, I think it's Miss Stacy's, isn't it? It could be Miss Stacy's. I don't know why Naked I think it is Miss Stacy's. Okay, but yeah, we buy the same bag. They're delicious. For me, for my number one, let's get out of here for the folks. I had to respect my history. This is probably one of the chips I've eaten the most out of ever. Uh, the rest of my chips had great crunch. This is not a chip known for its crunch. It is a chip known for its place in pop culture, its place in history, and its place in deliciousness. we got to go with Doritos Cool Ranch. I mean, absolutely iconic chip. There's no way um, you know, Doritos shouldn't have made everyone's list. If they didn't, you're lying to yourself. Doritos are the bomb diggity. And that's all I need to say about that, Josh. Next week's Fave 5. So I just want to be clear before I say because I could see some people maybe struggling to get to 5, um, depending on how they want to categorize things. But next week's Fave 5 is sci-fi TV shows. And if you don't feel like you can get 5, that's okay. If you have a Fave 5, a Fave 3, that's okay too. So whatever you got for the Fave 5 next week, the topic is sci-fi TV shows. So give us a long list you can. If you don't feel like you even want to attempt the Fave 5 sci-fi TV shows, give us a question, talk some trash or whatever, uh, and a voicemail as well. There's plenty of different ways to get your entry. But next week, Fave 5 is sci-fi TV shows. Uh, does anything jump to your mind when you think about that, Josh, right away? Yeah, but I'm not going to share now. got to save it for next week. <sighs> That's a big brain move, Josh. All right, we are into the outro here then. Uh, it's a not not that long of a pod. We kind of flew through the Hidden Oaks highlights this week as, uh, you know, the week's still going, so it's hard for us to get deep into our analysis. Uh, but do you have any final words for the folks? Um, yeah, I guess uh, pickles, avocado, applesauce. Is that what you're, uh, you're just listing out your grocery list or your dinner, or what's this? You know, just words that came to my mind. Pumpernickel. They all seem to be foods, though. Are you hungry? Potentially. It's six o'clock. It's about that time. Uh, you don't eat like a Walter's nine o'clock dinner, like some heathen? No, but I, I mean, that's second dinner time. I guess. All right. Uh, we'll get out of here. Don't forget to stay safe. Um, oh, I uh, right as the podcast, or right before we started uh, streaming the podcast today, I shot a little behind-the-scenes video just to give everyone an idea of what my setup is. No one probably cares, but, you know, as I listen to podcasts, I'm always curious what the host setup looks like. So if you're interested in seeing what my podcast setup looks like, I'll probably post that on Facebook tomorrow. Um, so it'll just be, I don't know, I think... I think I shot like a six-minute video. I'm not going to edit it because I don't care that much. But if you're curious on what my setup looks like and what all the different things do, if, whether you're f- super familiar with podcasts or not, check out facebook.com slash hoodpod tomorrow for that behind-the-scenes video of what my setup looks like and kind of how it all breaks down as we're podcasting here. So, uh, like I said, stay safe. COVID's real. Um, hiddenoaksoverdose.gmail.com, facebook.com slash hoodpod, like I just said, and anchor.fm slash hoodpod. Get those raffle entries in. Still got plenty of weeks to go. 
I think it's like four or five off the top of my head and that station ID entry. You can still have, I think, five five or six entries if you just started next week. So plenty of chance to get in that $50 raffle. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, youtube.com slash a bunch of letters and numbers. We'd like to change to something else once we get to 100 subscribers. Josh, say go to sleep to the folks. Go to sleep to the folks. Nailed it. Yeah, I think we're getting ready to charge people to listen to us. <laughs> you think people would pay? I think they'd pay for us to stop talking. I'd pay for us to stop talking, too. All right, well, it sounds like Nikita's done making dinner, so I'm going to go out there. Go enjoy that ravioli, pal. Yeah, buddy. Are you going to be on the uh, the old cod sole? Yeah, I'll probably play some COD. And then there's another Fortnite event tonight at like 11, but you'll probably be in bed by then. But I'll be on COD for sure. Yeah, probably haven't updated that in the last <laughs> month. Well, get on it, pal. Event tonight at 11, I think. I'll, I'll pass. All right, well, I'll see you after you eat your ravioli. Ravioli, give me the formioli. Deuces. <laughs>